0: You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elina Robertson. Welcome to Changing Lives. We are changing lives with the Word of God. Thank you for tuning in, and I am excited as always for what I am to share with you today. Um, What's been really churning in my spirit is dealing with the power of focus. And um, in particular for this podcast, I'm going to be sharing about getting focus. And I think that that is a very detrimental uh, attribute that we ought to have as it pertains to our lives. Uh, we know we live in a day and time where there's so much going on around us. I mean, in any giving setting, I mean, there's all kinds of things going on. And I mean, even if you took a church service, uh, if, if you're, you know, you can be in a church service, you can hear babies crying, you can hear, you know, different people whispering to each other and different things going on. And some people are even on their, you know, their their phones and just all kinds of things can go on. And, and, and even a worship service that's not necessarily focused on what actually is actually is the most important thing that's going on. And so I'm going to share with you during this podcast just some key things that I believe is going to be a blessing to you. And um, and prayerfully, you'll be able to make whatever adjustments you need to make in order to get the maximum uh, input or output from what God wants you to do as it relates to focus. In uh, Proverbs 4, 25, in the Passion Version, I just love how it, it puts it. It says, set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead. Ignore life's distractions. Watch where you're going. Stick to the path of truth and the road will be safe and smooth before you. Don't allow yourself to be sidetracked for even a moment or take the detour that leads to darkness. And, and this, this scripture is just so good because I think it encapsulates all the different things that we can come up against that can pull away from our distractions. So so here is just telling us what we need to do because distractions are going to come to keep us from actually being focused. And so what is focus? I mean, I think we all know focus, but just for the sake of being able to 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 get a, a clear uh, understanding of. What we're centered on today, what we're focused on, you know, focus is the center of our interests or activity. It's 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 our um, what we're concentrating on is what we're paying attention to. Um, it's it, it means concentrating and bringing all of our attention to one thing. Okay, um, it means channeling our, even our energy to one direction to achieve maybe even a specific goal. Um, it's not spreading ourselves in many directions it's 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 gathering ourselves and getting ourselves to be centered on one direction and it's adapting you know if you use it in terms as far as relating to uh photography my daughter is actually taking a photography class now and she's got a nice little camera that Is good for learning for a beginner. And with that camera, uh, she's learning, you know, the art of photography. And one of the biggest things that we learned as she was given the assignment to take 10 pictures, and out of those 10 pictures, um, you pick five to post um, to the classroom site. And so as she began to look at her different pictures, she began to see some of them didn't have the right lighting. She couldn't really tell Uh, the definition of what she needed uh, within that picture. Some of it was blurry, you know. So even in, uh, uh, um, you know, relating it to our own lives, if we don't have... The right light shed on certain things. Um, if we don't have the right focus in on certain things, then we're not able to get the end result that we want, and that is a clear vision, you know, of 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 what we're expecting. And so, so I ask you this question: What are you focused on? Um, it you know, it could be um, you know, a goal. It could be uh, ambition. It can be a purpose. But what are you focused on in any given situation? You know, whether it's in church, whether it's at home, whether you're sitting at a dinner table with a loved one or with your with with your spouse, or um, and, and what are you focused on? Are you focused on your your phone? Are you focused on what other people are doing around you? What are you focused on? And then another question to ask yourself is how well are you focusing in on what you're supposed to be focused on? Because sometimes you can look like you're focused in on a person. I mean, because I, I, I've i been guilty of it. You know, you're in a conversation with somebody and you're looking like you're focused in on what they're saying, but in your mind, you're already thinking about other things, whether you're thinking about a rebuttal or a response to something that you're in conversation with them about um, or you're thinking about, oh, well, you know, you got to get home and fix dinner or you're thinking about another situation that went on, but you're not really focused in on that person to actually hear what they're saying and to see what they're saying. Okay. And so how well, Are you focusing in on your goals? How well are you focusing in on your purpose? How well are you able to focus in on uh, a given worship service? You know, we're in this season where where most of us are, a lot of us are actually live streaming service. Are you focused or are you doing a million other things and you're getting snippets of you know what's going on on that screen as far as your pastor ministering to you so how well are you focusing and and, and a lot of times we think oh we if we multitask multitask we can do we can, we can we can kill more than you know one bird with one stone you know but i think we're really fooling ourselves when we think that we're able to to uh be effective in doing multiple things you know and so yeah, low level things such as, yeah, chewing gum, tying your shoe at the same time and doing, you know, so there's certain things that you can do, you know, and do multiple, do do more than one or two things. But then when you get to adding different things that causes, that that require for you to be conscious of what's actually going on and causes and, and something that requires you to be uh, focused on to really get the full effect of what's going on. Okay. You know, a lot of times, I mean, you can even take something as simple as, you know, you have your cell phone and you want to, you know, take a, you know, a video shot of something that's going on around you, you know, and um, a lot of times you can get caught up on getting that shot, but then you miss the total picture of what's going on outside of that little small screen that's on your camera. You know, and so 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 it's so so we really have to say look at how well are we focusing? Okay? Are we all there? Are we soaking in that every moment? Are we getting everything that we need to get based on what we have to focus in on? So then another question is why are you focused on what you're focused on, okay? You know, and so so, uh, why are you focused in on your phone if that's what you're focused on, okay? Is it to get something from it? Is it, is it? is it adding to your life or is it taking away from the experience of something else that you should be focusing on? Um, um, even circumstances and situations can get you off focus. Um, another question is, Is it worthy of your focus? Okay, these are questions that we should always be asking ourselves as it relates to our function, our focus. So, but as we um, take the side of dealing with attention, because there's other uh, aspects of focus, and I'll talk about those in future. Brought podcast. But right now I want to just deal with specifically attention, okay? And um, um which is a major part of getting focused. So get focus is what we're <laughs> what we're centered on today. I think about the 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 particular situation with Peter. If you remember Peter, Peter um, you know, was one of those disciples that, you know, he always stuck his Foot in his mouth. But let me tell you something. He was one of the most create courageous, you know, disciples. I mean, he he was just uh you know a a, 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 a a courageous person just a strong and sometimes outspoken but that outspokenness worked for him a, a lot of times too as well you know and so but I remember the scripture in Matthew 14 where it talks about how um Jesus had sent them uh you know had come from talking to uh, uh, the crowd and and and, and had sent them out on the boat to go to the other side and as they were sent into the boat to go to the other side a storm arose and as that storm began to arise it began to seem like okay the boat that they were on were going to be capsized they they you know it was just boisterous winds and everything was going on you know um, and so 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 but before we got they got to that part what began to happen was Jesus was walking on the water to meet them, <laughs> to the other side. So they're in this boat. And and, and at first, the, all the disciples were like, is that a ghost? What is that that we see on the water, that's walking on the water? They were spooked. They were, you know, they're scared. But when they began to realize that it was Jesus, Peter was like, Jesus, if that's you, then... Bid me to come, you know? And so they were all intently focused on Jesus at the time, okay? And so was Peter to the point where when Jesus let him know, yes, it's me, come, you know? And so he bid Peter to come to walk on water just like he was walking on water, and so we know the story where, G, where where Peter he was walking on water just like Jesus, and then all of a sudden those winds that I had talked about began to pick up and began to be boisterous. The, and the and 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 the ship was rocking and 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 the attention that Peter had had on Jesus, he took his attention off of it. And he began to put his attention on the winds and the waves and all that was going on around him. And what happened? What the miraculous thing that he was doing as he had his eyes fixed on Jesus, he lost it. He lost the ability to walk on water, something that In the natural realm was impossible. He lost that ability and he began to immediately sink into the water. When he lost his focus, he lost his ability to operate and flow in the miraculous. Oh my goodness, what you know, you know, when we look at that, you know, just in the spiritual sense, how Detrimental it is to remain focused. We see in this example how important it was. And Jesus began to save, of course, Peter immediately and, and got him, you know, back in the boat. And he began to minister to them and let them know that their faith was tried, you know, in the midst of this thing that was going on, you know, and even with Peter, he lost his faith. In Jesus, when he took his focus off of Jesus and he began to put his focus on the winds and the waves. And so when he began to do that, what did he do? He began to doubt that he could do what he was already doing, the impossible, the miraculous. And so in our lives, we have to look at that, you know, that um, when we lose our ability to focus, whether it's focusing on our goals, um, focusing on our purpose, focusing on what God has given our hands to do, then we lose the ability to operate and flow in the supernatural. That's powerful. Even in something that is as simple as you losing your focus, even in church, when when God gives us the uh, gives us the opportunity to experience worship. I mean, if you look at something just as simple as the worship experience, the praise and worship team or the choir or whoever may be ministering in song and song and helping to lead the congregation into the presence of God. If we are not disciplined to keep our focus, because there's always something else going around going around, that's why I like being in the front row. Because everything that goes on, the further back you go <laughs> in, the, in the seats, the further back you go, the more you see what's going on. You see people playing with the babies, you see people on the tel- cell phone, you see people looking and doing all kinds of crazy things, you know, all kinds of things that distracting. You see people falling asleep. And so your attention has has been shifted from the worship encounter, which is which is set up to 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 put you in a position to enter into the presence of God, which sets you up to to experience the supernatural. And so, something as simple as that, you know, where um, you know, if we lose our attention. Then we strip ourselves of what God can do in the miraculous. And so even if you're, you know, um, you know, you may be you may be multitasking now. You probably, I don't know, you could be driving, you know, so you know, that's a low level. Thing where you can drive and you can listen at the same time. But maybe you're in your house and you're cleaning and you're, you're fixing dinner and you're, and you're talking to somebody else at the same time that you listen to the podcast. I promise you, you're not receiving all that you think that you could receive. And that's the trick of the enemy to make us think that if we do multiple things, we, we can get more done. No, you lose uh, your ability to tap into the supernatural, you lose your ability to, to maximize those things that if you were to be focused on, then you could do it to the best of your ability and get the maximum output, the maximum effect from it. And so that's what we have to look at, you know, when it pertains to our focus. You know, the power of focusing is incredible because you've heard it say it said before that, or many of you may have heard it said before that, what you focus on expands. And that within itself is really dynamic. That when you focus on the right thing, it expands it has the ability to grow and increase in your life and so you think about you know you focus on the word you know if you focus on the word it has the ability to expand and increase in your life and when the word expands and increase in your life then what the word is truth the word is healing the word is peace the word is deliverance the word is direction so what's happening is increase is happening in your life in the area of peace, in the area of healing, in the area of direction. And whereas you didn't have direction before, but because you focus in on the Word of God, now you have direction. So the ability the, the, that, that characteristics of focus... Where it expands, it also works on the other side, the flip side, the negative end. So when you focus in on negative things, when you focus in on sickness, when you focus in on death and you keep focusing on it, what does it do? It expands. When you focus in on what negative things somebody is saying and you keep dwelling on, you keep focusing on it, what happens? That's what you get faith for. You get faith for negative things. When you focus in on even in the natural, things that that, um, such as, you know, if it's your cell phone, if, if, you know, you're sitting at the dinner table and you have the the, the opportunity to be with maybe your spouse or your loved one, you have the opportunity to enrich and empower your relationship and become stronger together. But what happens? A lot of times we'll see people, you go into any given restaurant, you see two people sitting at the table, what do you see? They're on their phones. Very seldom you see people engaged in conversation that is to enrich and empower relationships. I mean I remember going on a vacation with 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 my husband with Bishop and 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 we're riding bikes together and no we're walking together and we come across this beautiful beautiful beach and the sun is glistening up and it's just beautiful. And we pass this couple that's in this car and what are they doing? They're on their cell phones, each of them individually On their cell phones. And so not only they're not engaging in each other and conversation to enrich and empower one another, but then they miss the whole beauty of creation that's set before them. I mean, you think about it. When you give attention to your cell phone, you got to have a discipline to know, okay, when it deserves your attention and when it doesn't deserve your attention. And so so if you're focusing on your phone and, and perhaps what? You're flipping through, I don't know, Instagram or TikTok and you're looking at all these things. Yeah, it's entertaining you. and And yeah, we need entertainment. We need a balance of it. But what if five minutes has gone by and 10 minutes and 20 minutes and 30 minutes, and before you know it, oh my gosh, a whole hour is going by, and then you forgot what you were initially going to be focused on. You know, I mean, I, mean, I use my phone a lot of times, so I'll use the Bible app, and different things, but I have all kinds of notifications. I have all kinds of alarms, all kinds of reminders on my phone. And there'll be sometimes when I'll go to read a Bible verse and or go to look up a Bible verse and something starts blipping across the screen. And before I know it, oh, no, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, what's that? Oh, let me, oh, you know, let me open that. Oh, let me respond to And then before you know it, oh, wait a minute. What was I supposed to have been doing? Mm, pulling up that scripture that God had prompted my heart. And then I've lost it. How many times has that happened? You know, and so so what we focus on has the ability to sp- expand. And so when you're focusing on certain things like, you know, flipping through, you know, your social media or whatever it may be, there may be some good things. But most of the time, you're flipping so fast that you're not really giving your mind the ability to focus in on any one thing, which means your mind is idle. And how many have heard the saying that, and I don't mind is the devil's workshop. It, in other words, it gives the enemy a chance to feed into our thoughts and give us things that don't produce anything. Gives us things that. That that leads to death, that leads to negativity, that leads to uh to sadness, that leads to depression, that leads to depletion, that leads to just being exhausted and stressed out, you know, and so so we gotta think about that, okay? And so one of the things that I want you to, to focus in on is uh asking the Holy Spirit to help you to recognize distractions because that's the biggest thing and 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 giving our attention to anything whether it's something physically that we're actually giving attention to or something that we're working on such as goals such as purpose you know or a project or whatever it may be you know um and so ask the Holy Spirit to prompt you when distractions, prop up whether it be the phone whether it be other people other situations you know we can be distracted by what others are doing around us in the more direct sense but we also can be distracted by what other people are doing in their lives you know that ladder of success you know keeping up with the Joneses though that type of thing we can be distracted by that because we can we can be working on something, and we could be doing, going, doing very well. Our attention is on it. We, we're working. We, we, we're moving forward, but then we'll see what's going on in somebody else's life, and then before you know it, that comparison comes in, and then we're depleted, and 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 and, and because of that, we we lose heart. You know, we lose enthusiasm about what. What's going on in our own life or what we're doing in our own life, you know? And so, but when you recognize, okay, that's the devil using that person's success to be a distraction to me, to strip me from what God wants to do, to strip me from the focus that God has for my life. One scripture that I thought about this in Philippians 3, where it talks about working out your own soul salvation. That's a scripture that I live by because you got to be focused on your lane. You got to be focused on what God has for you. okay? and so when you work out your own soul salvation, wonderful, I celebrate whatever's going on in that person's life whatever's going on in that person's life. And I may be able to even allow the Lord to use that as an encouragement that, hey, you know, maybe I can do that one day. Or maybe if God has that for me, then that's encouragement to know that if God did it for them, He can do it for me. But I have to stay focused on what God has given my hand, what He has placed in my plate. And when I work that out with a focus, with a tenacity, with an intensity, then I'm able to, to allow what God has for me to come to pass. I'm able to complete things. I'm able to finish things. And so I want you to, to like I said, to invoke the Holy Spirit to, to help you to recognize distractions. Proverbs 4, 25 through 27 says this in the King James Version. Let thine eyes look right on and let thy eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path, of thy feet and let all thy ways be established turn not to the right nor to the left remove thy foot from evil and then in the message i like this it says this keep your eyes straight ahead ignore all sideshow distractions <laughs> watch your step and the road would stretch out smooth before you look neither right nor left leave evil in the dust and I love that because that sideshow distraction, that's all it is. It's like you, you, you're you supposed to be in a game, in a football game or in a basketball game or whatever type of game that you're supposed to be a part of. And you're one of those top players on, that that's supposed to be out there on the field. But when you get distracted, you get on the sidelines and what you should be doing as far as being out on the field. Now you're being an onlooker. You're looking because you have other things that have pulled you to the side and kept you from getting in the game and doing what God has called you to do. So watch out for those sideshow distractions. You know, sometimes you can be distracted. Your attention can be taken off by what somebody says. Sometimes you have to make your face like Flint. I mean, come on, that's what Jesus did when he went to the cross. He made his face like Flint. They were mocking him. They were spitting on him, but he had an assignment. He had a focus. And in Hebrews um. 13, it talks about for the joy that was set before him, he despised the shame. He rejected uh, all of that mess that was coming at him because he was so focused on the redemption plan. He was so focused on completing his assignment so that we could be uh, redeemed, so that you could be redeemed, so that I could be redeemed. He was focused his attention was not distracted on, oh, they were calling him names. Oh, they didn't believe that he was the son of God. No, he stayed focused. His attention was on his assignment. Glory to God. And so, so you know, so the word of God tells us that we got to be sober. We have to be vigilant. We have to recognize that we have an enemy, that that's his main job, is to distract us from what God has for us. So whether it's in a worship service, a worship experience, don't allow the enemy to distract you from getting your praise on. Don't allow the enemy to distract you from entering into worship where the 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 the, the, the stage is set for miracles to happen in your life, when you know that that you believe in God for things to happen and so your opportunity is in that worship experience, don't allow things to distract you. Don't allow things to distract you if you happen to be live streaming and you're live streaming. Look, you discipline yourself to shut everything down, sit down, get your Bible and be intently Focus on what's coming out of the man or woman of God's mouth because what? That is your opportunity to zone into the miraculous. That is your opportunity to tap into something that has never happened before like Peter. Focus. Focus on your purpose. Hallelujah. Focus in on your goals. Hallelujah. Your conversations, your interaction with other people, your quiet time. Focus. Get in a place where you know it's not going to be distractions. Shut everything down that you have to in order to give your undivided attention to what has been given to you to focus in on. Okay? And so I leave you with this last... Um, scripture. And I gave reference to it and actually it was Hebrews 12, not Hebrews 13, but Hebrews 12 in the message. And it says this, do you see what this means? All these pioneers who blazed the way, all these veterans cheering us on. It means we better get on with it. Strip down, start running and never quit. No extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sins, keep your eyes on Jesus who both began and finished the race we're in. Study how he did it because he never lost sight of where he was headed, that exhilarating finish in and with God. He could put up with anything along the way, cross, shame, whatever. And now he's there in the place of honor right alongside God, when you find yourself flagging in your faith, go over that story again, item by item, that long litany of hostility he plowed through. Come on, think about it. That will shoot adrenaline in your soul. Amen. That's the message version of Hebrews 12, one through three. But listen to the second verse and the passion version. It says this, we look away from the natural rim, and we fasten our gaze on Jesus who birthed faith within us and who led us forward in faith's perfection. His example is this, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his, he endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation and now sits exalt, exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. So I it with you, you know, dealing with focus, about attention, how important attention, attention is, and be wearing of distractions. And the Holy Spirit, He will help you. So you got to yield to Him because He is our helper. When you ask Him, Holy Spirit, Help me to recognize distractions. And not only to recognize, because sometimes we can recognize when something is distracting us, but we're not doing anything about it. So say, Holy Spirit, help me to recognize distractions and then give me the wisdom to know what to do about it, to shut it down, to keep it from pulling me off of my focus, my attention on what you have placed before me. Hallelujah. So that I can fulfill your will in my life. Amen. Let that be your prayer. And then expect the Holy Spirit to help you. Don't quench Him when He tells you. Yield to Him. And He will set you up for a miracle, for supernatural encounters, even in what seems like simple, small things. Okay? This is our ability to focus, to get our attention, to ward off distractions. So I say to you, get focus. All right. I want you to comment. Hallelujah. and Let me know what this message has done for you. Also tell someone else about it. You know, somebody that needs focus. Don't you, don't you be greedy and hold this message to yourself. Share it with somebody else because the world knows they need focus. They're focusing on all other things right now, but we need to focus in on the things that matter and what God has called us to focus in on. And that is within his perfect will. God bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org. And follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.